Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 25 Trouble Tafara darted up the stairs two at a time until she reached the top. Good, Tafara exhaled. The banners were still low and the torches lit. The elders have not assembled yet. From this view, she could see the entire Seti of Seth. Thousands of dome-shaped dwellings carved from the hillside peered through the cliffs along the winding pathways. Every elder's home held a bright banner swaying in the slumbering sky. When the council met to settle disputes, each elder would take his clan's banner to the seat of council. Here too, Tafara held a scout passing by. Have you seen Methuselah? Greetings, Medici Tafara. May the ancient. To you as well, Tafara said, tapping her foot. Where's Methuselah? He said he was going to Father Seth's abode. If it pleases you, I would be more than happy to. There's no time for that, Tafara said, already heading toward her father's house. Just find another scout and stand guard at the entrance to the High Council. The bearer is there and he does not want to be disturbed. The bearer returned? Is he speaking with that Elohim? Just do it, Tafara ordered, and stop running your mouth. If the bearer wanted you to know his business, he'd tell you. Tafara rushed up the spiraling path toward her father's abode. The only structure higher was the seat of council and Adam's former home, which was being prepared for Enoch. Everyone was surprised when Mother Eve announced she wanted to dwell with the Medici after Adam's death. It is too full of his presence, she confided in Mother Awan, her eldest daughter, so it remained empty till now. Tafara charged in, pushing through the heavy veils and plowed right into Methuselah, almost knocking him over. Pardon, Tafara said, breathing heavily. Methuselah righted himself and laughed. We were just speaking of you. No need to rush, my dear, Father Seth said. The others will be arriving soon. Enoch is back, she blurted out. When? Just now, he called off the gathering of the High Council. Tafara said, still panting. He sent me to tell you and the elders. Slow down, Tafara, Father Seth said. We must. And stop interrupting, Tafara. Father Seth gave her a stern look. You may be a Medici, but you will still show reverence to your elders. Tafara looked down. Yes, Father, many pardons. Now tell us about Enoch, he said, taking a seat on one of the cushions. When did he return? Father, we must tell the others not to go to the seat of high council. Enoch wants to talk to the Elohim alone. He said we are not to. Fine, fine, Father Seth said. Methuselah, tell the others as quick as you can. Tell the others what? Dina said as she brushed past Methuselah into Father Seth's private room. Father Seth called after him. Make haste, we don't want the bearer to be disturbed. Enoch is back, Dina said, dropping the tray of food. A latte cakes and blackberries spilled onto the floor. When? Where is he? Careful, Dina, Father Seth said. I know you will want to greet him. Tafara here just told me. Oh, Tafara told you. I see. So the bearer is not to be disturbed, is he? That is a fine thing. So he cannot even meet his own wife first? We'll just see about that. Dina stormed out the door. Medici Dina, please. Tafara called after her. It was not like that. Tafara let her go. She will settle down soon enough. She's just frustrated. All the Medici are on edge. All the Medici, father? Tafara said, picking up the scattered berries and cakes and dumping them into a basket. 
Father Seth grinned. Of course, I should have said most, Medici, my dear. You are as light as a gazelle leaping through the plains of Edenia and about as hard to tame as well. Tafara laughed. It is good you do not try too hard, father. But I fear you are right. The Medici are anxious. The Alru is not as powerful as it should be. I mean, we are preparing it and distributing it as fast as we can, but these last batches do not cure as they did before Zohar. That was most unfortunate, Father Seth agreed. They only ease the symptoms. We have been working non-stop to prepare as much as we can before. Go on. Father, I fear the Alru is losing its power altogether. No one will say it, but it is as plain as the rising sun. I told the Medici so. Dina's not too fond of me for speaking the truth. She thinks we just need to work harder, improve our storage methods. But I refused to pound another leaf and went into the wild lands instead. Tafara, Father Seth raised his voice. When you became a Medici, you took an oath. Yes, Father, an oath to heal, not an oath to foolishness. And I told Medici Dina just that. We are wasting time we do not have. You speak of Mother Eve? Tafara avoided his eyes. Sorry, Father, it is getting worse. She did have the first batch and improved greatly for a time. I went out today, searching for more forerunners. With them, we can cover more territory, find other useful plants, and if the ancient favors us, maybe even a new source of Alru. Perhaps you could have spoken more gently to Medicidina, daughter, and going into the wild lands alone was foolish. You know the rebel beasts full of bloodlust roam there. I cannot believe you. Father Seth stopped chiding when he saw his daughter's downcast look and sighed. Yet you speak the truth. Even the healing eye experienced in the storeroom is fading fast. Father Seth grasped his long black braid, now streaked again with silver. We cannot hide what is plain much longer, Father. The Alru is not working. The heavy drapes covering the entryway fluttered, startling Tafara. A strange woman wearing the robes of a Medici entered the room, followed by Methuselah, carrying a young girl. By the ancient's grace, please tell me my ears deceive me. The Alru must work. We have come too far. The woman broke into tears and collapsed by the fire. We have guests, Methuselah said, placing the young girl on a blanket near her mother. What in the name of the ancient is going on? Father Seth frowned. Why have you brought these daughters of Cain here? Father, this is Medici Yavisheth and her daughter, Shalal. Tafara rushed over to Medici Yavisheth, who was now sobbing uncontrollably. Medici Yavisheth came to the seat of council demanding to see the bearer. I told her he could not be disturbed, but the girl looks like she really needs help, Methuselah said. So I brought them here. I was not sure one of our Medici would see her without the bearer's permission. But since Tafara does as she pleases, I thought, Tafara will do exactly as instructed. Father Seth gave his daughter a warning eye. Let this woman seek Father Lamech. Do they not have the great Benai Elohim, some Jaza to heal them? The girl screamed. Father Seth, startled by the brutish sound, dropped his staff and stared deep into the girl's eyes for the first time and scowled. She doesn't even look like a daughter of Eve. Did you see? Father, I'm surprised at you, Tafara said sharply. This is no time for grudges. She placed a hand on the girl's forehead. She's barely more than a childling, and she's burning up with the sickness. Tafara grabbed the woman's shoulders firmly, forcing the woman to look her in the eyes. Medici Yabasheth, you must be strong. The woman stopped crying, but tears still welled up in her eyes. Tafara relaxed her grip. Please, 
tell us what happened. Good, just in time. Anami walked past Methuselah and stood behind Tafara. She is right to be concerned. That girl looks horrible. Loose strands from Shalal's thick braided hair stuck to her forehead. Reddish splotches dotted her arms and legs as she tossed and turned, scratching the hives repeatedly. He put his hand on the girl's forehead and began to hum. Poor little one. Why was Azam hesitant? I was right again. Tafara is in the middle of the action. Please, be at ease. You can trust us. Tell us what happened, Tafara said. Methuselah, bring me my kettle. The woman caught the aroma laced with the hint of Alru and smiled gratefully as Methuselah placed the large pot next to Tafara. Tafara dipped a small bowl into the kettle and held it to the girl's lips. See if you can get her to drink. Yabasheth nodded. Shalal fell into a patch of wild platonic while running. And? And that is all. Yabasheth fidgeted and kept her eyes on the door as she fed broth to her daughter. That is all. Medici Yabasheth, while Potomac may explain the skin sickness, but your daughter looks as if she fell off a cliff and then some. Tafara snatched the bowl out of the woman's hands. Lies will not gain you the favor of the Ancient One, nor our help. If you expect us to... Please, we brought the sacrifice required. I left it outside. Ask him... Yabasheth said, pointing toward Methuselah. He helped us carry it. Please, we need this. She was sobbing again now. Medici Yabasheth, Tafara said softly, we will not be able to help your daughter properly without the truth. Yabasheth rocked back and forth, her eyes darting from Tafara and the door. Are you afraid to tell us? Did someone follow you? It's Father Lamek, isn't it? Someone needs to show that impious old... It's not Father Lamech. Yabasheth looked down and folded her hands into her lap. You must promise not to tell anyone. If he finds out, not a soul here will break your confidence, Tafara promised. It is my husband. He did this. The woman buried her face in her hands. She spoke through sobs. Shalal is a very beautiful girl, and you see, it is not his fault. I am no longer what I was, and she is very beautiful. What are you saying? Tafara grabbed the woman's arm. He lies with her in the way of a wife, the woman said quickly, looking down at her lap. She was wringing her hands now. Tafara gave the woman the bowl. Why didn't you? Methuselah opened his mouth and then shut it tight when he saw Tafara shaking her head. Then, when my Zohar went mad in the wilds, searching for Alru, it pushed him over the edge. He took his anger out on me, on Shalal. Zohar is your son? The color drained from Tafara's face. Father Seth gripped his staff so tight his knuckles grew white. Methuselah, go fetch the bearer. But, Father, he does not. Methuselah stopped when he saw the look on the elder's face. Yes, Father, right away. Methuselah did a quick bow and dashed out of the room. Father Seth extended his right arm and held his hand over the girl. His voice was barely a whisper, but Tafara recognized the words. He was praying. The woman nodded and began feeding the girl the broth again. Shalal twisted and mumbled as her mother forced the liquid into her mouth. I tried to please him, but he does not want me. Everything was fine. We were fine until the harvest celebration. Until the shadows came. That's when my husband changed. So I sent Zohar to get Alru. Tafara put her arm around the woman's shoulder. Father Seth prayed louder. It helped a bit, but then the eve of the ceremony of union, he was worse, much worse. Who was to be married that eve, Tavara said. Why, Nema, of course, to Captain Samjaza. We were all enjoying the celebration. 
Anami tuned the woman out and focused on the girl, Shalal, as he felt the rush of energy surge through him. Waves of iridescent light poured from his core and out of his back, flaring like wings behind him. Poor, poor girl. He began to sing. He touched her forehead. But after that night, after so many of our daughters were wed in that manner, it was awful. It was like the Elohim were different. They no longer shined with the light. Even our men. It is like they are, well, their minds have bent. That is when my husband began going after Shalal. I tried to stop him. I did. But he bruised me for it. And Shalal, she just cried and cried. The last time she tried to fight him, he beat her and said he would give her to some Jaza if she did not submit. I heard him. I heard him. And before son's birth, we slipped away and ran. We ran and ran as fast as we could, but Shalal fell and... And now you are here, Tafara said. You are safe with us and Shalal will mend. The Aru is aiding her. The girl lay quietly now, sleeping peacefully. Tafara took the woman's hand and gave it a squeeze. You have been through much. I know this must be painful for you to speak of. But what did you mean when you said your husband was going to give Shalal to Shemjaza? That is not possible if he's already wed to Nema. Oh, Medici Tafara, Yabasheth said, wringing her hands. I have not told you the worst of it. The Elohim do not honor our ways. Sumjaza has taken several wives. Now that Nema is with child, he tires of her. But, she began sobbing again, since my Shalal is ruined, she would not be a wife. She would just be a, a Nuta to be used for his pleasure without any honor. Does anyone else know, Tafara said. I don't know. I tried to conceal it. I was, I am so ashamed. That is why I could not bring her before our Medici. They would have found out. I don't know what to do. My husband can be. We cannot go back, please. The woman looked at Father Seth with desperate eyes. Her bruised face made the appeal. Your husband must stand before the High Council. Father Seth was resolute. He has broken the way of the Ancient One. He will be judged and... Who are you to judge? You're no better than us. A burly figure plowed through the entrance and tumbled over to Farah's pot. His speech slurred. Give me my wife. The man rushed toward Medici Yabasheth with bulging eyes and clenched fists. Rufus! Yabasheth slid backwards, clutching the hem of Father Seth's robe. I tried to stop him. Methuselah rushed in, followed by Enoch and two scouts. Leave the woman alone! Enoch pushed his way around Rafa's, blocking the man from striking his wife, still cowering on the floor. Restrain him! Anami nodded to Azam as he followed Enoch into the room. You have no right! You have no right to keep my wife and my daughter from me! Rafa squirmed to free himself from the scouts. Since you claim to be the bearer, you ought to know the ancient gives me authority over my wife and my child. Enoch, this man is an abomination. Father Seth pointed his finger in the intruder's face. Your wife told us of your treachery. Do not think. Yabasheth, you fool of a woman. I'll pound the lies out of your ignorant tongue. He lunged toward her, almost catching the side of her face with his fist as he swerved out of the men's grip. That'll teach you to go a whoring after Alru. Suddenly, the man stopped. I can't move, the man gasped, struggling to speak. You, you're doing this. Rafus scowled at Enoch, who still glowed with the light of the beloved. Release me. I have heard of your trickery, 
They say you have access to the one mind, but your power is from the serpent. I will destroy this one. Azam held a dagger to the man's neck with one arm, as the other captured him in a chokehold. I am Azam. I will rid the beloved of this nuisance. Azam! Anami grabbed the captain's arm. Remember you said we must not exceed our bounds. He is detestable. We know of his doings. Yamazarek recorded everything. He will die now, Azam said. Yes, he will, one day, but do you have orders, Anami said. I can handle this, Enix said loudly, glaring at Azam, while he addressed Rafas. My authority is of the ancient father. The elders will hear your grievance by son's peak. Methuselah, take this man to the seat of council. Azam sighed, pushed the man forward, and replaced his dagger in one motion. Methuselah and the scouts grabbed Rafas as he stumbled this time binding his hands behind his back with a thick rope. I was told you brought the sacrifice, Enoch said, addressing the woman. Yes, Medici Yabasheth began. You can't do this! Rafus bellowed as they forced him toward the door. Only a father can offer the sacrifice for his household, and I refuse to! A father will offer the sacrifice, or did you forget? As bearer I stand in Adam's stead. Take him away. The scouts struggled with Rafas, who kicked and yelled, disrupting the calm twilight as they drug him along. A few women poked their heads out of their windows to see the cause. You'll pay dearly for this! You just wait! The elders of Cain will see to it! We are not subject to you! If you try to keep my family, you will pay with your blood! You killed my son! Now you would steal my wife and daughter, too! You sons of Seth think you are hidden father's chosen, but you are weak! Soon you will see it. You will. We didn't kill your son. Enoch's voice rose over the man's ranting. You speak lies. Our tribe doesn't murder. Zohar is dead, the man wailed. Silence, the scouts warned, as they hoisted Rafas over their shoulders like a log. Clear the way. Medicidina was running full speed up the path toward Enoch and barely missed colliding into the prisoner. Slow down, woman, Enoch said, pulling her away from the ruckus and into his arms. At least you are glad to. Enoch, Medici Dina panted. Come quick, the storehouse. She wriggled out of his embrace and pulled him with all her might. The storehouse is on fire. This concludes this chapter of Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Take an Ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.